Hey, what's up? It's Jax from Plastic Action, and you're listening to the world-famous Toy Photocast. We are storytellers. The Toy Photocast is now a part of the Exclude Collective Network. Go to ExcludeCollective.com to get all of your action figure news, tutorials, and everything you need to be able to be a part of this incredible community. That's ExcludeCollective.com. Peace. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Toy Photo Cast with the one, the only, Mr. Sir Dork, a.k.a. Jared. What is up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm very, very happy to be here. Dude, I'm happy to have you on the show. I, I'm so glad that you're a supporter of this, of this thing, and you messaged me a while back, and it just really surprised me with all your support, and it's been Really cool, man, to have you just kind of cheering us on. Really, to be honest, like it's it's an honor to be here. I, I've listened to just about like every episode, and I thoroughly enjoy every one. And like I, I hear you asking the questions, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder how I would answer that. And then when you brought it up, like you know, to ask me on here, I was like, oh my god, I, <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I'm That's just like awesome. a fanboy of basically of just everything going on with everyone you have on the show, uh, just in general. I'm very excited. I feel the same way, dude. Like I, I like look up to everyone that comes on the show, and so it's like a moment same. for me to kind of geek out. And so when <laughs> I listen to everyone like respond to these questions, like I genuinely want to know. Like I'm really interested in how they're going to answer it. So it's so fun. So I'm excited to get and you know get to know you better and be able to do this with you because, dude, you got some serious, amazing things going on with your channel and with your your page. So it's gonna be fun. Thank you, man. Yeah, I trust me. I'm <laughs> I'm excited just to talk with you. Well, dude, start us off and let us know how long you've been doing toy photography. Um, I think I think it was my like my first toy photography post, I guess you could say it was toy photography at least. I think it was back in 2014. Um, it just kind of started out like uh, kind of similar to a lot, a lot of the way others have kind of explained it on the show like um, you know, I would get a new figure and I'd be like, whoa, sick, check out this new figure. And I'd take a picture of it, like, like in my yard or like, you know, just on the doorstep yeah. outside. And then like the next shot, I'd be like, I'm going to try and put in a cool pose, like check out this. And then just like, it just evolved from there. And just, you know, seeing so many other amazing greats who are doing it at the time, just like, wow, people like make some amazing amazing stuff with just with these toys and stuff like i i could never do that but i, I should try it blah 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 and um yeah just kind of went from there did really. you start doing youtube at first when you started doing toy photos or was that later on that was the uh, youtube was was actually it's actually pretty recent it's it's only i think a little over a year i've been doing youtube oh wow okay yeah um so my like i've been always trying to like do you know everything with toy photography as much as I can and YouTube kind of like was always in the back of my mind but I was like ah, I don't know how to do that like I don't know how to edit like that sounds like a lot of work this and that but um <laughs> uh my girlfriend John uh Chaos Cuties she's just like you should do YouTube you should do YouTube and I'm like ah. and eventually she just pushed me to do it and then I'm so glad she did because it's really it's changed it's changed my world it's really been um it's been a ton of fun doing it did you get a lot of interaction from your YouTube channel that kind of crossed over to your Instagram? How, how did that work for you? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, I feel like it's more more of that has happened more recently since the channel has kind of grown. Because it, for a while, it wasn't really, uh, you know, it took a little bit for it to quote unquote take off. Like it's still mm -hmm. growing very much. Um, but yeah, I, I pretty often I'll, I'll get like a DM from somebody say, hey, I really love your videos. Like they've helped me with this and this. Uh, and that's just like the best feeling in the world that first of all, somebody actually watched it and like enjoyed it. Like, that's just, wow, cool. <laughs> I'm really glad someone actually watched it. And the fact that they were influenced to go and do it themselves and even reach out to me, is just like the coolest feeling ever. 
It's amazing, man. Like I love your energy for your videos and the things that you do on there is so much fun. It's really educational for everybody that's doing toy photography. So like it's, it's amazing that you, we have someone like you doing that over on YouTube and we need more of that. Honestly, we need a lot more of that. Thank you, man. One of the, one of the things that uh, really made me want to do it is just that YouTube is such a, a huge, a huge, a huge thing. Just like, I didn't even realize how huge it was, but like people won't even watch TV. They'll just sit and watch YouTube like on their TV. Like, it's just like, that's the source of so many people's like entertainment and, a lot of you, especially like the the younger crowd too. So there's just there's a whole giant audience of of people that you could reach that way. That um, I think it's it's something new. Like you know, it's primarily like toy photographies on Instagram, that kind of thing. So it's like wow, there's a whole group of people I could reach doing it this way. Um, and nice. so that was one of the one of the big draws for me to do it. And I th I think it's starting to maybe work. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope so at least. Well, you're definitely gaining traction over there, man. So I can't wait to see what you got planned for 2020. So I want to go ahead and transition and ask you who are some of your biggest inspirations uh, for toy photography um, whenever you started out and who's some of your people that inspire you even to this day? Oh, man. So, yeah, like uh, my answer for this is probably going to be uh, similar to a lot of like uh, SGT Sergeant Bananas was uh, – definitely my first like really big inspiration back when he was like his main thing was a lot of practical uh like explosives and star wars like that was just like the coolest thing i was like wow like <laughs> how do you like obviously a huge inspiration but like i saw it and i was like wow how could anyone do that and you know i just paid attention to every little thing other people did especially him and uh jesse uh, uh, everything kylo he was one of my biggest uh, inspirations as well because he his big thing was practicality and fireworks and stuff like that uh, that really caught my eye that's awesome man yeah i can definitely see both of their uh their work you know in your stuff and it's really cool to see the different types of effects that you use and i'm always enjoying the the range of colors that you get on your on your shots man it's always so vibrant so beautiful and very very entertaining thank you that that really means a lot <laughs> thanks a lot man um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely always into like the big flashy flashy effect or whatever's going on that's definitely my the thing i'm always after the most if anybody needs someone just to blow something up like you're the you're the guy pretty much <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i guess i've kind of developed that reputation which i don't mind at all <laughs> i think that's kind of cool um but yeah i just i just also just enjoy just yeah, like fireworks, I think are cool, and the fact that I can use them in in something that's productive in a toy photo is just a joy, really. So, how, how do you feel like since you started out um, that your photos have changed? Obviously, we're talking about your your practical effects, but what when you first started out, you said you were just posting stuff uh, that new figures that you got, you just posted them on your front porch. So, how do you feel like that progression has changed over time? <sighs> yeah, it definitely has changed quite a bit. Like, I think the the figures that I used were like primarily I was, I did a lot of power Rangers and like DC comics, stuff like that. And I still do. Um, but once I bought like my first black series figure, I think that was the end right there. <laughs> um, but I honestly, I think just the Instagram community, it's, that's been everything. Like uh, I see something that I think is cool. And then I'm like, wow, I want to try that. And then like, Oh, well, I could try this, 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 and I guess, I guess eventually the thing I wanted to do the most was just get that practical, like flashy effect. And I think once I kind of figured out what my favorite thing to do was, that's all I wanted to do. And then I learned different ways to do it. And I kind of learned like different camera settings and that kind of thing. Cause I've, I don't know anything about photography to be completely honest. I've kind of just experimented. I don't know anything about camera settings. <laughs> so that's just, it's just been a huge learning experience for me, really. Me too, man. So how do you approach toy photography now? Like, is it, are you more focused on the educational aspect or the, the enjoyment? Like when you're, I know you're doing YouTube involved with your Instagram too. So you're kind of like cross-platforming, but how do you kind of approach it? And what's your mindset about toy photography? Uh, there's, there's so many things. I think the, what comes first to me is like, just the vision i'll get in my head 
and then like I'll that will be the first thing I want to do. Like I'll I'll just see a figure or I'll see like some puddle or something somewhere, and I'm like, hmm, I would that would be cool if I used that with like this stormtrooper, and yeah, I'm gonna try that and see if I can. And then it just kind of like it just goes from there and i try to figure something out and pretty often it's never what i had in mind from the beginning but i'm okay with it it's just like something that happened just as the process went pretty much and then like sorry go ahead oh well i was gonna say with with youtube then I'll, i'll i'll a lot of times i'll try to do something that i think is cool but not necessarily like something that will be so interesting to like the youtube audience or whoever's watching so then I'll be like, okay, this might be better if I just do a YouTube video about um, whatever, like like something that's like like the Mandalorian one. I, I did a Mandalorian video. I was like, okay, this is probably something I should do a video about because it's so big. Everyone loves the Mandalorian right now. So I'm going to make a video just for this because I think this will be, you know, something people would want to see. Yeah. So there's there's definitely different mindsets I have with, with what I'll try to put out. That's awesome, man. Do you... Actually, do you post everything that you work on or do you like, do you trash some of your stuff that you are? Cause I know a lot of different toy photographers have different mindsets and mentalities about their work. Cause some, some will go through a thousand photos before they post one. And then some people will post literally everything they, they take. So what's your kind of mindset about that? It's a little in between. Like I, I definitely have plenty of shots I've taken where I'm like, you know what? I put a lot of work into this one, but it's just not my best. And I don't really want to post anything, but my best um excuse me um but then i'll be like you know this is pretty good and like it's not too bad i'll still post it like it's it's a little bit of both but i think more often i'll i'll take you know i'll I'll post uh most of the shots that i get i will end up posting but there's definitely a a little pile in my phone somewhere of shots that i i never posted and i'm like "Eh." yeah you know which i'm sure is i'm sure everyone has that same kind of thing we're like you know this one's just not not quite my best yeah i i just always like to hear everybody's different like way they approach it because everybody's different so now we're actually going to do a new segment that uh was a request actually from one of the listeners and we're now we're going to talk about kind of your gear and what you use um because this is something i've never really focused on i have in some episodes but some some others i've completely neglected to ask Tell everybody what kind of camera you use, your lens, um, the lights that you use, if you use dioramas, um, effects, that kind of stuff. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I have a, a Canon uh, Rebel T6. Okay. Um, and I have a 50 millimeter lens, like the Nifty 50. Nice. Um, yeah, it's something I've actually gotten kind of recently. I was using the kit lens that came with my camera for for years um nothing wrong with that yeah it's it worked you know and and just like cameras and the actual techniques with stuff like that i'm so clueless about so i'm still learning so recently i've kind of been like okay let me try to get a new lens and see what i should get um for light side i'm a big uh, believer in loom cube loom cube is really awesome they've they've been really great to me so I, I bring those guys with me everywhere and I use them for even like flashlights <laughs> in my house sometimes when I need one. It's awesome. Um, yeah, they're very, very versatile. So for everybody that doesn't know what a loom cube is, can you kind of give it a, a short definition? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, loom cubes are, are just like a, it's a, it's a really small, really powerful light that you can bring with you anywhere. Uh, it's perfect for toy photography because you can literally like set up your toy uh, and then put the loom cube little light right next to it or however you want to use it. And it will, you know, give you the light that you need it. And what, one of the things I really do like about them is they, um, they're really tough against the elements, like they're waterproof and like dirt proof. And every time I end up using them, they'll get wet or dirty. Like my camera is the same way. It's probably going to die soon. Because, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, they can really, they, they're, they're tough. They can really handle themselves, which is really cool. Because, yeah, I'm always I'm always dealing with some kind of dirty something when I'm taking photos. Right. Um. So yeah, the loom cubes are really great. Um. Let's see. Um. Those are my. I kind of just use a lot of basic household things. One of my um 
things I bring with me pretty much everywhere is I have just like a like a blowtorch. Nice. <laughs> um, like uh, Matt Haywood over at like the Star Wars Time Show. If you ever listen to them, he's always just basically laughing at me that I use a, a blowtorch <laughs> to like light a firework <laughs> or something. And um, yeah, I bring that everywhere with me for fireworks. Like I, <clears throat> I have a big bag I bring with me everywhere. Um, so you most, you normally shoot outside, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I every once in a while we'll do something indoor. I think my last post was was indoor, but uh, yeah, outside is definitely my my go to. And like, I want to say it's because I, I like to use the practical effects and everything, but at the same time, it's also because I really rely on uh, the sun for my for my light a lot too. Like that's the sun is one of my main uh, equipment I bring with me at all times. Is the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great tool to have. It is, and one of the, uh, another thing I can I should bring up is I use one of those um, like big reflector things. It's just like a a, a piece of like um, plastic. It's like a tent kind of material yeah. that's got the yeah. I don't know what those are really called, but I think a reflector is the right term. Reflector, yeah, I use that a lot. Like I'll. I'll go in uh, in the morning or something where the sun is really bright and I'll use the reflector. So I have the sun behind me, like, and then the reflector, like bouncing it in front of the figure at the same time. Uh, and that's perfect for using like uh, practical effects with, with rocks or water. Cause like all that extra light really makes them pop. I think. Yeah, so you're kind of given a, a soft effect, like you're bouncing that light off and you're kind of making it a more, instead of a harsh light, you're getting a, a softer light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It, yeah. Exactly. It gets the so, the soft light and it, and also like sometimes if I want that really cool splash or something that I'm doing with the photo, that extra little bit of light I'm getting from the reflector changes changes everything. Okay, so that reflector is actually able to kind of illuminate some of the particles, like from an explosion or like yeah. from a like that makes a lot yes. of sense. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. It's pretty cool. nice and it, they're really cheap too. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't. I didn't even know you used one of those. That's cool. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, but yeah, those are those are my main. I think my main equipment thing I, I bring around with me. I always bring around a lot of wire. Use the wire to keep them standing. Yeah, it's like a, like an eighteen gauge wire I bought at the hardware store. Like I can keep them keep them standing up, or uh, like so I can have them in a cool pose, or have them floating. Like if I'm having somebody jump or something like that, uh, the wire is super useful. Also. That's one thing I've never invested in and I've never used, which is crazy. Like, I don't know why, but I need really? to do that. Yeah. It's, um, it, it can be a, a pretty big game changer. Like if you're trying to get like a really, um, like a realistic pose, like uh, you can obviously do that without the wire. But a lot of times if you're doing like running or, or jumping, which that's usually what I'm trying to do. Cause I like that action. Um, the, the wire can really, give you some extra like weight for it to, to support on so then it can still be in that like running pose when it's on one foot or or something like that it can really um change things so if people want to pick that up where can <laughs> they get that and how much does it cost i think i paid uh, probably around ten dollars for like a big giant spool of the wire and I, I i've i've been using that one for years i haven't run out of wire yet where'd you get it from uh, Home Depot or Lowe's? Yeah, just okay. like uh, any hardware store, I'm sure you can find it. Gotcha. <clears throat> now that we've kind of discussed your setup, so how long, once you've got that setup, how long does it take for you to get your shot? And then do you do any post-processing? And then what does it take for you to get it ready to post? Gotcha. Honestly, it can go from like, sometimes they're really quick and I'll surprise myself. And I'm like, wow, that's the one shot. And sometimes it could take hours just for one like, um, uh, so often I'll have one shot in mind and I'll go outside with all, all my stuff. Like I just go into like the parking lot in my, uh, apartment complex and I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell my girlfriend, hey, I'm just going to go outside just really quick for one shot. And she'll be like, yeah, sure. Real quick. It's probably going to be like two hours. <laughs> um, and so I'll, I'll try to do it all right there. Set up the wire, um, you know, my lights and the firework. And sometimes I'll be out there over and over doing it again and again, probably really, really disturbing my neighbors with the fireworks or whatever I'm doing. Um, 
and until I finally get it, and then I get one that I'm kind of happy with or something. Who knows? <clears throat> but yeah, it definitely takes can take a while sometimes. Uh, and then um, I'll try to take like multiple photos with effects in like different areas and like multiple photos with lighting on the figure in different areas. And then I will go into Photoshop and try to layer as many of those into one photo as possible so I can get like everything into one. Cause sometimes I like, I can't really get the lighting and the firework in the same photo. So I'll do them separately uh, and layer them together. So for people listening that don't know how to do that, how exactly would you go about layering a photo? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll take multiple photos. So let's say I have a stormtrooper that has a really great firework, but in, or in order for me to get that firework look the way I want it to, I have to have not a lot of light in the photo because the firework, you know, it stands out better in a darker area or something. Gotcha. Uh, but I still want the figure to be lit at the same time. So I'll take the photo of the firework. Great. That looks cool. Then I'll take another photo without the firework, but with like my loom cube light or something um, lit on it. And so I'll put both of the photos into Photoshop and then I'll choose one photo to make to be as my like my base canvas, basically, that I'll be uh, I'll be layering on top of. And then I will kind of cut out different pieces of the other photo and paste it onto that photo and blend it in with like different layering settings and like the eraser tool until it kind of looks good. How long does it take for you to do that? It doesn't take me so long anymore. Sometimes it takes me actually it's, it does vary. It depends on the photo. Like um, sometimes I'll have it like I'll have like three, three or four photos, but uh, I can just take and layer the entire photo on top of one another and it fits perfectly. But sometimes, like, I'll try to layer it, and I just want one little piece from all these, like, 20 different shots I've taken and put them all together. Like, I did this one uh, Sailor Moon one recently, mm -hmm. and uh, it took me, like, I mean, to me, it seems like a while. I know other people probably edit for a lot longer. Um, but, yeah, it took me just hours just, like, grabbing each little piece and bringing them all into one photo. Uh, but, yeah, it definitely varies. And then on the, the very rare occasions, I'll take one photo and be like, you know what? I don't think I need to layer anything else into this. Actually, this looks okay. And I'll just post it as is. What's the percentage of photos that you layer versus the ones that you don't? Like, what's the ratio, you think? Um, it's probably like 80% of layers, layered okay. photos. And that's only because, like, I think when I decide to layer something, I have more... I have less limitations. Like I can do more. So I'm like, I should, when I take this, I, sh I should do this and this and then bring them together. But every time I do that, like I, I have these cool hopes, like, wow, this is going to be awesome. But I'm also, t also taking a big risk. Like I could like, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be totally relying on my layering after I take the photo. Mm. So I'll take the photos and I'll go into, onto my computer, try to layer them or do whatever I'm doing. And then it just doesn't look the way I want it. And I'm like, wow, I did all this. And now I can't, like, my editing skills are, are not good enough to, to pull this <laughs> off. Um, and then I just kind of get disappointed. <laughs> which, which, you know, I'm sure everyone has that moment. Yep. Yep. That's interesting, man. That's, I didn't know that 80% are layered. That's really cool because I... I want to learn some techniques like that. And I'm sure there are a lot of listeners out there that want to grow their skill set. And so that's something I can definitely learn from you from for sure. It's, it's actually, it's a lot less difficult than you would think. It's kind of just like drawing a circle with like, you know, or, or grabbing, a, drawing a box and grabbing something, copying and pasting, mm -hmm. and then just kind of touching little things up. And that's, that's really it. Like I don't have a whole lot of, editing and photoshop skill to be honest it's just really just a couple small things uh, i did i did make a youtube video about layering and editing but every time i watch it i feel like it i do a really bad job explaining <laughs> but oh, yeah. um yeah, yeah if anyone wants to at least see how i do it and see me try to explain <clears throat> i do have one of those on there that might help you hopefully it does um but if not i don't i don't blame you <laughs> well i mean we're all here to learn. We're all learners. We learn from each other every single day, man. I'm learning a lot from you. 
So do you have any moments, which I like to call pinch me moments, where you look on your toy photography journey and you're like, oh my God, did that really happen? Like, is there <laughs> anything that you want to give a, a remembrance to? Uh, I, I've had a lot of really lucky moments. I think 2019, I was just like blessed with just so many, a lot of really great things that I'm so grateful that, you know, that I, that could have happened. Um, like, um, so actually right, like right before 20, 2019, or was it right after, I think it was January, like right in the new year of 2019. Um, like one of my like behind the scenes videos I did, um, like went viral on like Reddit for a little bit and people were just kind of like talking crap about it, but that was okay (laughs) because it just kind of like sparked a lot of like interest from different places on the internet. Um, so then this one, like, um, uh, Facebook page messaged me called board Panda. Okay. Uh, and they're like, Hey, can we, um, can we use some of your footage from some of your videos on like YouTube and post it on our page and we'll give you credit. And I was like, yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they did. And it, it just went like textbook viral like it was it was it, it just went everywhere yeah and it got like over 15 million views or something completely insane i think um, i saw that video okay that was you yeah what? so that was me i'm like i'm that guy that went viral <laughs> that's insane and, you know like something like that could have happened to anybody and like me me i don't know why but it just did and it you know my follower count went from like like 5,000 to like 30 in like a month. It was no way. Yeah, it was what (laughs) completely insane. And I just didn't know what to do with myself. And I just, I was just so grateful like that they wanted to do that. And just the the internet just happened to work exactly like on my side. They're on my side that day (laughs) and it just went crazy. So that's, that's where most of this really, uh, really came from. That is so cool, man. I remember seeing that video and I didn't know who it was. And now that I know it's you, that makes me even happier <laughs> like that it was you. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's, that was me. Remember that guy that people were probably tagging you into it over and over again. And you probably get really annoyed. I got yeah, Facebook. Was, I, yeah. I, it was on my Facebook <laughs> and someone was like, Hey, you do this, don't you? And I was like, yeah, like, who is this guy? I was like, what? Well, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was me. And for so long, like, I kind of thought like, oh man, people probably like hate me because like, no, dude, they ta- they they probably got tagged and this kid taking pictures of the photos and they use a lot of older videos and like pictures I look at and I'm like, why did you use that? <laughs> and so like, I just thought oh. probably annoyed so many people, but I I'm so I think I'm so I was totally wrong about that. Everyone has been so, just like so nice, I'm like wow, congrats, dude, that's so great that that happened. Like you deserve it. I'm like, wow, thank you. That's not even to me the biggest thing that happened for you in 2019. Let's do you want to talk about your Star Wars thing? Uh, Yeah, actually, I was gonna say that next. So, yeah, like I said, I was I was so lucky for everything that happened to me. And like, yeah, what me? Why me? I don't know why. Well, Um, what happened? Tell everybody because not everybody knows. (laughs) Okay, so, um, uh, one day I got an email from someone saying, Hey, I work from the Walt Disney company. Uh, and you know, the, the, one of the biggest things of the year is the big rise of Skywalker. I don't even know if rise of Skywalker was named yet at the time. Oh yeah. Yes, okay. it was. It definitely was okay. rise of Skywalker is coming out at the end of the year. So like we were having a campaign about, um, big fans of the show or of the movie, the, the franchise this and this um and we want pictures of the five inch black series and i was like five inch i was like this must be a scam (laughs) (laughs) so like we would you be interested in having a call with us blah blah blah. we're from uh we're from london this and this and i was like i don't know if this is real and so i read it over and over showed it to a couple people and i was like is this a scam like well they're not asking you for money or anything so it might not be so I, I responded and I was like, okay, yes, please. So eventually it just turned into like 
hey, we're doing this campaign about Star Wars fans, and we're doing a commercial, and we like how you take pictures uh, of, of toys with the explosions. Explosion. They're they're very like adamant about explosions. That's, they like that a lot. Um, and so eventually, they said yes. We we picked you. I guess there were some other people in the running. Uh, it was it was it was between me and uh, Dan Sparks, uh, Rebel Jawa. Yeah. And so they chose us both. And um, so I, I guess they're like, yeah, we're going to do you and this other guy, Dan. And I was like, oh, wow. great. He's awesome. And I just I still couldn't really believe it. Um, so, and they, so what happened next after you got chosen? Um, well, they um, they bought tickets for me to go. And so I took like a week off of work and uh, they flew me to London. What? Just just like that. Yeah, I know. No way. And, so I, I went there and I had a couple days like to myself before anything happened. So I just kind of like explored, walked around. Um, and then um, I met up with Dan and him and I met and Dan and I became like, you know, like really cool. Like, I mean, really great friends. And we have this kind of special um, friendship where we met in this Star Wars thing as toy photographers. It's, a, it's really cool. Um, and so, yeah, we met up and then eventually we went to this little park and they like gave us the uh, the sith trooper the ray and the kylo ren from the like force friday that like that line or that wave yeah and this was before these have been revealed or anything so we're both like geeking out like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so we, t- we took some photos in a um in a park like in the woods somewhere basically <laughs> weird uh, but then like this huge studio like showed up and like they were interviewing us and like take a picture here this 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 and pretend to take a photo with this like while we film you this and it was just this crazy thing um and so after all of that i went home um had to be shush hush hush for a while and then they said hey do you want to come back so you can be on the live stream of triple force friday no way oh my god you want me to come back and be oh okay yes yeah it's just i (laughs) it still is just like ridiculous to even uh, think about that this had even happened so i went back and uh, like they sent uh john and my girlfriend out with me for free so like we both basically went to london together for for free which was just like oh my goodness um and so we what did we do after that? Oh, so they, they sent us to like their Disney HQ, like where they work. And we saw a bunch of really cool like props that they had there. Like they had the Millennium Falcon like set. We saw that. It was like, wow. <laughs> and Wait, you got then, to actually see the actual Millennium Falcon used on the set? Yeah, well, that's that's what they said it was. I mean, hopefully it was. And yeah, we got to sit in it too, which was just what? like, holy shit. Wow. Um, and then we we went to Pinewood Studios. Oh my God! No yeah, way. Yeah, which was where the uh, uh, the filming of the live stream took place. Um, and we met a couple other cool people that were also being featured. Like there are these two people that were like parkour people, and they were like filmed in like the commercial. Also, um, all really nice people, and every single person that was a part of this, like, we met, you know, dozens of people, and they're all just the sweetest, most wonderful people ever, just, like, happy that we're even there. Um, and I met, uh, we got to meet Warwick Davis, and um, um, Naomi, uh, the, the actress who plays Jenna in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Naomi Aki. Uh, Aki, yeah, right, uh, and Eunice, I can never remember his last name either. Suatamo. Yeah, Chewbacca. Yes, who plays Chewbacca, and we got to meet them. Uh, they were just the sweetest people ever. Um, yeah, and then like they played our little like thing that they filmed back in July on the live thing, and we were just like, you know, just starstruck the whole time that this was even happening. Dude, yeah, I just want you to understand what you were in, the place that you were in in Pinewood Studios. Do you know how legendary that studios is? Yeah, I mean, I didn't actually know until I got there. I was like, all these movies were filmed here. That this, 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 like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I yeah. was so naive. Like, 
on my way going there. Oh, cool. We're going to go to this place, Pinewood Studios. Sounds cool. And then I learned about it. I was like, oh, my God, that's this place? I'm going to list yeah. off just a few movies so the listeners who probably who don't know can just kind of geek out for a second. So, like, basically almost every single James Bond movie was filmed there. They had oh. um, they had uh, Pink Floyd The Wall was filmed there. They had, uh, let's see, Aliens was filmed there. Um, Full Metal Jacket, uh, Interview with a Vampire, Mission Impossible, Tomorrow Never Dies, Fifth Element, um, Eyes Wide Shut, 28 Days Later, and the list goes on and on. Phantom of the Opera, let's see, uh, Da Vinci Code, um, Sweeney Todd, Born Ultimatum, Mamma Mia, Dark Knight was filmed there. Um, Sherlock Holmes was filmed there. Uh, Harry Potter was filmed there. Uh, there's just so, there's so many X-Men. I mean, there's like every, pretty much every movie that you enjoy is the Hobbit was filmed there. Let's see. Uh, yeah. So like just that legendary studio, Last Jedi was filmed there. Um, I think most of the Disney Star Wars movies were filmed yep. there. I could be wrong. Yep. But Rise I, of Skywalker, think... um, Solo, uh, Last Jedi, Transformers, Kingsman, Rogue One, ah. Doctor Strange, uh, Spectre. Yeah, dude, it's that's that's blowing my mind. That's so cool. Yeah, it, it's uh, like I, I just I feel just crazy talking about it that it even happened. Um, yeah, it was such a, it was a very special, special, just like series of events that happened and. I'm so just lucky and grateful that that happened. And it, it, like I said, it could have been anybody. And the reason why it was me, I, I still I still don't know. But um, you're chosen, was... the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. It's um, awesome, dude. Yeah, it was amazing. And they posted a couple, uh, a few photos of ours on the Star Wars Instagram mm-hmm. when it happened, which was just like, oh my god, just like seeing that, like my photo on there. It was just like, wow. Um, I remember seeing that. I was blown away. I was like, no way these guys are getting to do this. Like it was, (laughs) I get so stoked when I see other, like, I don't get really jealous. I get excited. Like I don't, cause I, I know everybody in this community like deserves to do something cool. And especially like stuff like this, like I can't, how can you get jealous? Like, it's just, it's just too cool. (laughs) It's too cool to get jealous. Well, you're just, you're awesome, man. But still, Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, crazy experience for sure i just imagine being in your shoes and like being like is this really like is this really happening like is this like you're like looking at yourself and like because that's what i would be doing i'd be like no way like this is this really happening like (laughs) and then you go to sleep and you wake up and it's real it's like wow it's crazy yeah yep it's It's that's definitely it there's yeah there's so much like they had bb8 and do were there i feel like i was probably more starstruck when i saw them (laughs) oh really Um, yeah, they were so cute, and we got to take pictures with them. Nice. Yeah, it was it was amazing. You know, Jason got to see them when he went to the Rise of Skywalker premiere. He he right. said he he geeked out when he saw those guys too. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to that episode yet. I'm so excited. I was going to listen to that one at work, but it didn't happen. But yeah, it's I'm definitely of, I'm very excited to hear about that. It's almost like a companion piece to yours now, since what you what you did and got to do those cool things too. <laughs> so awesome, cool. man. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get right back to this incredible interview with Mr. Jared Middleton, a.k.a. Sir Dork. Sounds Stay good. right there. Welcome back, everybody, to Toy Photocast with Sir Dork. Dude, so excited uh, to have you on this episode. <laughs> and it's been a blast, man, just getting to chat with you and, and have you on I here. Agree. So it's been I awesome. Agree, man. It's been it's been really cool. It really has. So for everybody out there, uh, let's let's talk about your favorite line of figures to shoot and why you like them. Um, it's got to be the Black Series, uh, Star Wars Black Series, for sure. Um, for one, I just I, I love Star Wars. Um, and just like we all do, you know, Star Wars is a big part, uh, big part of my life. Uh, but one of the things I think I like about them is like they are so easily like available and affordable all at the same time where you can you can go out to the store and find it and be like oh, yes i found it like there's there's a joy to that uh but since they're like they're still like you know they're 20 dollars like 
it's like a, it's a good price and that it's it's easy it's in, it's in their price range and i also don't like since they're still kind of cheap i don't feel so bad like pushing them to their limits like mm. like really expensive figure which i still will do with, with um i like with this cheaper figure I, I i don't feel so bad you know when i get it dirty or um like you know i i bend their joints to their absolute limit to get what i want like you know it's 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 all everything about it is perfect for what i want to do um and there's just so many of them you know then right. they, they keep coming out with more stormtroopers like that's my favorite thing i love stormtroopers um they keep coming out with more and just when i'm like oh man they don't really have they haven't made this character yet they come out with that character you know it's uh it's it's really really awesome and they're pretty durable too like they last a long time they are my my favorite figure i have is uh it's my first stormtrooper i've ever bought and he's been like the star of so many of my photos where I'm blowing something up or burning something and he's taken some damage for sure. Like one of his hands is just like, basically just like, like a melted, like <laughs> shape of what used to be a hand, but it still holds a blaster. So that's, that's good. And like he's, his joints are loose to the point where they're not too loose, but they're loose enough to where I can do what I want with them. And he's got a lot of like natural, weathering and like natural battle damage which i think like looks better uh, in my opinion than like any anything else yeah um, and him and i've been through a lot together so like he's just like he's my favorite figure so we were just uh talking before we hit record always love to ask this question is like how do you kind of keep your uh your game about mental fitness and how do you use that to approach uh, approach toy photography if at all hmm uh well honestly like I, I think I might, I've, I've been blessed and I, I, there's, it's, it takes a lot for me to really get, um, like get upset about something or for me to stay stressed out about something for a very long time. Like I, I usually can keep myself in a pretty good mood and like keep my head in a good place. And I'm, I'm really lucky to be able to say that. Uh, but so often, like when I'm not feeling that way, uh, I can resort to something that I know will make me happy. And like toy photography, for instance, is, the perfect thing like nothing's gonna i think make you feel better than just doing something that you know will make you happy so i think toy photography is um is a great outlet for anybody to just you know it's always going to be there for you you know like you can go and do it uh and as long as it makes you happy it's going to make you happy like just just do what makes you happy i Love think it. it's um it might not be quite as simple as that um but uh, it, it can be as long as you make it that way that makes sense it does it does make sense and you can definitely tell that in your photos man like you just your vibe is just it's positive and it's it's got a lot of energy and i never feel i never feel any sort of like uh you're down in the dumps whenever i see your page man it's always like whoa it's like <laughs> so much energy uh, thanks man yeah I, I do try to try to reflect that in the photos yeah i definitely like the, the high energy kind of kind of feel it's awesome, dude. So where do you see yourself in like 10 years like doing this thing? Are you going to be continuing with toy photography or are you going to be doing YouTube more? Like what's your plan? Honestly, like uh, I might sound silly for do for saying this, but I, my goal in life is, is to possibly make this my thing. Like if I could one day like quit my day job and make like and do this for a living somehow, like that's, that's like the ultimate goal. And honestly, that's what I'm trying to really um, go after here. Like, so YouTube is one of those outlets for sure. Um, uh, I actually recently, like the past like six months or so, I've been working with this toy company and like taking photos for their like launch in the US. Nice. Uh, I, I actually signed something where I can't say anything more than that. But that congrats, was such man. A, Thank you. Thank you so much. And I think soon I, I, the the launch is going to happen. I'm not really sure. Um, but like if I could do that again or like if that can be something where I could do that over and over. So like this can be a full time thing. And with that, with YouTube and whatever else I try to do, like that's so cool. Like, I mean, it still seems so far away. Um, like if you think about um, Captain Dangerous, like if you ever keep up with what she does like she is become like partners with so many different 
like major companies and i've I've seen her say like i have my dream job so like i think that's what she does for a living it's just like wow how cool is that i saw that post i think that was recent actually she got uh, a job with uh yeah good smile yeah which is just like wow how cool is that like i know so like if i just keep doing my best with 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 everything i have and you know maybe one day i can yeah that'll be my job like that's that's what i want to do and i'm trying to like move out in as many different like outlets as possible with like like i said with youtube and with other companies like this and then like like i've done a couple well i've done one um convention and i have another one coming up that i'm going to do like maybe i could keep doing those is this like just trying to grow as much as i can um, that's awesome. That's definitely, man. that's the goal for sure. I know it seems, it feels very far away, but maybe one day. Maybe that's one attainable, day. dude. I really do think like this art form uh, and this hobby is is not going to stop. Like it's going to keep growing and growing, and it, oh, eventually, I like I was watching last night. I know this is going to sound crazy to some people that like who already know about League of Legends, but I had no idea what League of Legends was. Like I had no clue. But they don't do any advertising. It's all word of mouth. I watched a Netflix documentary. Okay, so this is going to all relate to toy photography. But uh, I watched a documentary last night on League of Legends. And they started, you know, just a bunch of dudes just trying to start a company. And eventually they made this massive thing. And now, like, they sell out arenas, dude, having these massive competitions. Like, for they're playing each other five on five. And, like, I kind of envision that for toy photography, not in, like, the same format, but it kind of, like, in the sense of being able to elevate the platform into where people can almost in a way where people can, who are the best of the best can really use this as a way to create art and make it a successful living. Like people who do this and who are, who are doing this for free, you know what I mean? Like they're paying out of pocket to go do this. Like just imagine if like someone like yourself or someone that has all this creativity and this energy for this hobby, they're given just a sandbox of unlimited resources to be able to make art like just imagine the wow. art that do you know what i'm saying like imagine the art that would come <laughs> out of something like that yeah um, i just i just imagine it getting to that point and it, someone's got to take it to that step one day and i i hope i hope i'm a part of it i hope we, i hope you're a part of it too i'm excited <laughs> honestly i think i think we will be i i think the i think toy photography in general is growing um, very rapidly and I think like big bigger things are starting to notice it as well like if you like some of the more recent like commercials for Star Wars toys like you can see Dan uh, Rebel Jawa he's in the commercial of like him taking a photo of a Black Series figure with an explosion behind it like like basically Hasbro they know that obviously this is a thing and the Star Wars company they know it's a thing so they're trying to advertise on that company because they know it's big and they know it's growing so like that alone just as like i think is a sign like this is just i think it's only going to keep getting bigger and people are gonna um people are gonna keep trying it it's it's like it's a whole new way for people to play with their toys obviously everyone's got toys every kid has got some kind of toy and it's a new way for them to use them and it's like a productive way and it's artistic way parents i'm sure parents i hope <laughs> Um, they think it's they think it's something like good for their child because, you know, it's, it's productive. It's good for their brain. And, you know, I can totally just see this taking off. I can totally see it taking off. And it is. It really is. I mean, obviously, there's hundreds and thousands of us on Instagram doing it. Um, and it's I think it's I think it's definitely possible. It's amazing to me, especially like the amount of people out there doing it like at such a great level and, and doing quality uh, photography like that are just yeah. completely unknown like that like I've, I've stumbled across accounts that are just blow me away at the Same. stuff they're producing and i'm like yeah. these people like aren't even like crossing a thousand followers i'm like why aren't why aren't people following <laughs> these people you know what i'm saying like it's yeah it's insane. I, definitely I, I i that's happened to me too and i'm like what is going on like this, this person's amazing <laughs> i know yeah it, it's 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 a hard thing especially when uh you're trying to figure out Instagram and you're trying to figure out how the app works. Like when I first started doing uh, Instagram, like I didn't understand hashtags or I didn't understand like how right. to make a post or anything. So it's like, I get like all of us have like a learning curve, 
but it's like I wish there was like a, a user manual like with Instagram to kind of be like this is how you con- how your content will be able to get <laughs> seen you know w- without paying for it of course like right because uh, now they've kind of filtered everything to if you want people to see it you have to pay for it but right yeah that's um, unfortunate but yeah <laughs> but anyway so yeah I'm excited I'm excited for the future of toy photography and people like yourself uh, being a part of it man yeah same with you. Same with you, man. And yeah, I think all of us are really like we're the beginning, I think, of something something huge. I agree. I so do you have any tips for people just starting out and they're wanting to do toy photography? Like what is just some some tips that you would give them? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one of my biggest things I love to tell people is um, just like don't be afraid to try new things and push yourself. And um definitely don't be afraid to attempt something that just seems so far out of like your like skill level or wherever you think you you might be like because i i still i consider myself you know an amateur at best like i i don't have any background in photography or anything but like I've, i've just like tried lots of different random things and i've learned so much just from that alone so it's like always just keep trying new things and pushing yourself and yeah, don't be afraid to attempt something that seems so far out of reach. And every time you do it, even if you, you like, you don't necessarily succeed and you fail, you'll learn something to make it so you can succeed the next time. And you keep doing that and that and that, and you just, you keep getting better and you feel more comfortable. You can try new things. And that's like my biggest thing. I can, I cannot express more to anyone starting out. Just like, don't be afraid to try try new stuff Mm. it's amazing oh dude i totally (laughs) forgot i was gonna i was gonna ask you man um you're going hopefully on a really cool trip experience to japan um tell everybody what's going on with that yeah um so um i guess to to get a little background into it uh my girlfriend jana um or chaos cuties on instagram her her mom is like the president of this um this travel company um, and so she's well aware of, you know, what I do and what she does and what we do. And like that there's obviously people that love toy photography. And um, so she thought, of, like, why don't why don't we create this trip to like Japan, which is like, you know, the what, amazing place for toys, collectibles, obviously, um, and pop culture. So like, mm-hmm. why don't we create an entire trip just based around that all for all for, you know, that that community of people. And it's just like, wow that sounds like an amazing idea. So, um, she kind of put it together with her company and, um, and with us, we, we helped like, like, I don't really know much about Japan, but Jana does. She, she's, she's pretty much helped decide the locations, but, uh, you know, we've found different spots that'll be perfect for people like us. Like, um, you know, the capital of Japan for, for like, like action figures, collectibles, pop culture and anime, um, and then some also like just beautiful locations for toy photography. Um, and then having like her and I be like the, uh, like the tour, like influencer kind of people. So, um, <clears throat> it's, it's such a amazing idea and I hope, I hope it can happen. Like it only happen if, uh, you know, enough people are able to come with us, <clears throat> but, uh, I think it's, it's a really cool opportunity and it's, I think it's the first of its kind really, um, but at, at, at the same time, I, I I was actually kind of afraid to even post about this and like put this out there because I was really afraid that um, it would come off as like I'm just trying to sell this thing, like trying to make money off of this. But that's it's not at all what it's about. It's just like it's about being able to do something together like this that's never really happened before. Um, Dude, so- I want to go so bad. <laughs> like I want to go. <laughs> it sounds so cool. I, I'm going to read <laughs> you should it. Come. I want to come. Um, I'm reading the actual website uh, right now just to uh, give people a little deeper background for this. So if you want to go, everybody, Jared and Jana are going to be doing this journey. Um, You'll be able to learn uh, hands-on experience about toy photography, get lessons. Um, You're going to, like you said, you're going to be going different locations. Um, Some of the, listen to this. This is cool. I was looking at the itinerary. Uh, So you're going to go on a nine-day journey. Um, and you're going to go to Tokyo. You're going to go, what, how do you pronounce it? Hakone? Is that it? Hakone or? I think so. <laughs> okay. Hakone. And then 
I know Kyoto is a big place too. They're going to Kyoto and it's just going to be like just an incredible adventure, man. I'd really want this to happen. Like I want to do this. This looks so cool. You should go, man. It's, it's coming up in June. It's coming up in June. Uh, that would be amazing to be able to go do it with you. Like you being there with us, like that would be, that would be so cool. I got to sell some dioramas or something, man. I, I got to do it. It'd be fun. <clears throat> yeah. And, and nice. I like when it comes to travel and this kind of thing, I, I I'm, I'm also kind of clueless about it, but um, apparently this is like, uh, it's, it's probably one of the, the, the cheapest, like inclusive deal to go to, to Japan. Cause Japan is yeah. one of the most expensive, you know, travel locations. Uh, but this, this is like, it's, it's a really good, it's a really affordable way, quote unquote, to, to, to go to that, uh, you know, very expensive place. Okay. Um, I was just going to say like some of the other places, like there's like the Pokemon center and the Pokemon cafe are on the list. I know. And like the studio Ghibli museum, uh, just a lot of just like really cool, just like nerdy places like yeah. that. And you're going to Mount Fuji too, which is like yeah. the coolest mountain in the world. Yeah. And I, I would love to take a picture of a stormtrooper up there, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Of course. So the nine day, seven night adventure, it starts at $3,250 and that's the land rate. But yeah. So if for anybody that wants to go, um, just hit up Sir Dork and he can give you more information about this incredible journey. And dude, I, let's, let's, let's go to Japan. Let's do it. Yeah. And dude, I, I really appreciate you just like talking about it. Um, like this and yeah the, there's a link in in the bio on my instagram um to check it out if if you're interested uh it could be really a really really amazing amazing thing now the hard part is going to japan and not spending any money on toys that'd be the hardest part yeah well <laughs> i think if you do decide to go i think having a toy budget spending yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a budget might be ideal because i think one of the big places another thing is um uh, crap, I can't remember the name, <laughs> but it's like it's like the main capital of like collectibles and action mm -hmm. figures, and apparently you can get a lot of, you know, uh, like collect action figures that we would normally use, like figure arts, or, you know, stuff stuff from Tamashi or anything like that. But it, it'll be it'll be cheaper having yeah. to get it there as opposed to you know going through and shipping it overseas. For so sure. that's something I'm looking forward to for sure. Oh yeah, that's. That's so cool, man. I, I have wanted to go to Japan. I've told my wife this for, for a long time that I've always wanted to go. So now I have no excuse not to go. <laughs> I, I got to do this. Gotta make it I, hope, I hope it's possible for you, man. That, that would be spectacular. Then, you know, then we can hang out too. We can do it together. We can create vlogs. We can do YouTube videos together. The whole <laughs> nine good. yards. <laughs> yes, that would awesome. definitely happen. Sweet. All right, dude. So for everybody out there listening, tell them where they can connect with you on YouTube and Instagram. Um, I'm at SirDork730 on uh, Instagram. Uh, same with Twitter, and I have I do it on Facebook, too. I kind of just put it everywhere. Uh, and on YouTube, my channel is SirDork730. It's all the same, SirDork. Um, and anybody that already does follow me or that's been watching my videos i can't thank you enough like it still blows my mind that people even want to watch anything that i put out there so thank you so much and anyone that's ever sent me a dm and say hey you've you know i started taking toy photos because your video it's just like that blows my mind and it makes my day every time so thank you everybody you guys are all amazing and anyone who's listening <laughs> thank you yeah man dude thank you for coming on the show and just being the dude that you are and Man, uh, just really appreciate your positivity and the the voice that you have in the community, man. It, I think it's well deserved, honestly. I think you're doing a great thing. <laughs> I I really appreciate that, and that that means the world to me, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, and same to you. Really, like it's been it's been really cool being on here. I, I really appreciate it. Man, it's all gravy here, man. I just <laughs> I appreciate you, man, and uh, I will tell everybody. You can find me at Dagobah underscore days. You can find Mezco page at 1.12.collective. And also talking about them, we're doing a massive giveaway over on our page where you can win three figures, two Mezco figures, and a SH Figure Arts yes. figure. One person will win. 
So all you got to do to win is a repost that image on that page and use the hashtag. And that will actually, you also got to follow the three, three accounts, but uh, just follow the instructions and you'll be able to be included for the giveaway. So check that out. And uh, also you can find the toy Photocast at toy Photocast on Instagram. And remember everybody, we are storytellers. Get out there, tell your story, shoot some toys, have some fun and just, be like Jared, man. Be like Sir Dork. Blow some, <laughs> blow some stuff up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Have some fun out there. And be safe. Too. And be safe. Yes. <laughs> be safe. Shoot responsibly. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Peace.